0: Welcome to Earth Matters, environmental justice stories from Australia and around the world. Today's show was produced on the traditional lands of the Barkindji and Nyampa people and broadcast across these stolen lands via the community radio network. I'd like to pay my respects to Elders past, present and emerging from across these lands and acknowledge the continuing struggle for sovereignty and self-determination. I'm Megan Williams.
1: It's us, the Radri people that have had, you know, looked after this system for, for thousands of years and now we're, we're going to see it destroyed in front of our eyes.
0: Big infrastructure projects are a tried and true method to get an economy moving. But what happens when fast-tracked projects aren't in the interests of people or planet? In New South Wales, major dam projects are being rushed through without business cases or environmental impact statements. Today, we hear from Healthy Rivers Dubbo convener, Mel Gray, Wiradjuri elder, Raymond Woods, and New South Wales Greens MP, Kate Fairman, who's chairing an upper house inquiry into the reasoning and impact of new dams in New South Wales. Here's Mel on what makes her local river so special.
2: Uh, the Macquarie is a lovely long river with lots of creeks um, and it, it was a beautiful um, a system of, of lovely deep refuge holes with little races. Um, plus, we've got the um, internationally recognised Ramsar-listed wetlands, Macquarie Marshes, which means the water that comes out of the Macquarie in uh, spring is often clean and cool and very welcome um, in the Bowen. Um So in the 60s, 69 or so, 1969, uh, Barrandong Dam was built in the catchment. It's um, probably half an hour north of or upstream of Wellington. Um, So it's a very large dam. It's an enormous dam. It's almost 1,200 gigalitres, plus there's a flood mitigation zone on top of that as well.
0: So there's already a really big dam on the Macquarie. But before we learn about these concrete structures, I want to know what makes the Macquarie marshes an internationally significant site.
2: They're one of the most important bird breeding sites in the Southern Hemisphere and certainly in Australia. They're enormous, um, pre Pre dam, they would stretch um, up to two hundred thousand hectares in size when they were, when there was a wet time. Uh, so they're absolutely massive, um, and they've evolved with the wildlife out there to support um, incredible a number of frogs and and the old turtles. Um, out there, we have some of the well. We did have some of the oldest freshwater mussels in the in the inland Australia, um, and Australian bitterns. Um, migratory birds come from the other side of the world. They come from Asia. They come from Russia. They come from twelve thousand kilometres away. When they feel the pressure, they must feel the low pressure and the and that they know that. Floodwaters are coming to the Macquarie marshes and they fly all that way to breed um, on the Macquarie marshes. So it's an incredible site. It's been doing it very tough uh, in the last couple of decades.
0: A new re-regulating weir is planned for the Macquarie River. I want to know more about how dams change the river and what this new proposal will do.
2: The water released from Barrenjoey has created a, a swift channel, uh, so the the water agencies, Water New South Wales and the and the New South Wales Department, they want to deliver their water to the industry, which is quite quite a way downstream from Barrenjoey, quickly. So to them, it's a channel, and uh, it's all about delivering a, a commodity to their customers. So. They release the water from Barrenjoey, and because of the beautiful, long, natural nature of the river, it takes a while to get there, and the water does its own business, and it wants to look after trees, and it wants to create clouds, and it wants to to do other things as well, which you know, water New South Wales is not too keen on. There's also a lot of tributary rivers that come in below Barrenjoey that provide beautiful flows um, that have helped the valley. A lot this year, so we get a lot more flows into the into the Macquarie below Barrandong Dam, which can't be captured uh, for irrigation. Uh, they can be used for irrigation, but they can't be captured and stored. Uh, so, what the proposal is is for um, about midway um, down the regulated section of the Macquarie, or, or down the lower end of the regulated section of the Macquarie River. Um, Water New South Wales and the New South Wales government want to build basically another in a dam structure. So it's an enormous gated weir. It's a huge 10 metre high gates. Um, they want to create uh, hold water there uh, and deliver it from there more often than delivering it from Barrandong Dam because of the lovely, you know, long, winding nature of the river. Um, what... Will happen though, of course, is these beautiful tributary flows that come in below Burrandong will get mixed up and captured as well. So the project will create, when it's full, a 30-kilometre in-channel weir pool, uh, basically a dam uh, that will you know, have a, a very long list of environmental impacts on the river
0: this project on the Macquarie is just one project of a suite of major new infrastructure works on rivers in New South Wales. All of them present risks that don't stop at environmental damage.
1: G'day, my name is But Woods. Um I'm Radri man from Radri country. So.
0: Ray Woods is a Wiradjuri elder that lives along the lower Lachlan.
1: Yeah, uh, we we're, we're in the the lower part like I, I actually live in in Hay but where um where the lower Lachlan uh joins well, where the Lachlan comes down to the Murrumbidgee is is Oxley which is about 80 kilometres away and um but then we got Bull Eagle, which is just north of us, is 70 kilometres. So the, the, so we're pretty close proximity of, of, of both rivers, the, the, the Murrumbidgee and, and the Lachlan, pretty close there. And in times when they've flooded, major flooded on both, the you know, waters come together in areas uh, along that area. So it's a, it's a major floodplain area down this area. So.
0: When floodwaters from the Lachlan and Murrumbidgee come together... The floodplain area can swell up to 700,000 hectares.
1: It's one of the, the biggest floodplain areas in the lower part of Australia.
0: On Ray's Country, there's a proposal to raise the height of the wall at the Wyangla Dam.
1: Yeah, the Wyangla Dam is, is situated uh, just above Cowra. Well, Before the dams were even built, we had, the river system used to flow and, and flood down the bottom end now people say that you know that was sort of just a once in a sort of thing where the flood water went down and then there was no water but the, the river used to have holes in the river where it was um that, those water those holes that hold water for a long time they were so deep because of the rush of water the way water came down now um it has a spillway where so much water comes over the side when it get, when it gets to a certain limit and that still still creates that sort of it's not the natural flood that we, the river used to have before the dams and stuff and the weirs, but it's the uh, closest thing to it at, at the moment that we've got is, is this spillway when it overflows, it, it creates like a natural flood down the river. Um, and what I gather is when they, when they extend the wall, that will that'll, that'll no longer exist.
0: He took a moment to share what is sacred about this part of the world.
1: Oh, to me, to us, it was all sacred. It, that was an area where we gathered for for a uh, food source and, and and getting together with different different clans. So, so I've been in, on a lot of the land out here and stuff, and I've you know seen some of our old our old people have been, um, and some of the there's places out here where there's there's stone that you just don't find for for you know hundreds and hundreds of kilometers away from here. You know that so these trading parts took places. On these these dry um lake, oh no, well, they're drying out of these lakes and the beds of these uh, creeks and stuff that you know um, existed for thousands of years. You can see where they've where, where they've camped and, and lived along it, you know. So, it's, um, they've seen the significance of, of the place and why it was so important to them. So I think it's up to us now to, to make maintain that and make sure it stays that way.
0: New infrastructure holds back water as it flows downstream. Putting stress on a system that has already lost so much.
1: You know, we a lot of our creeks had used to be full with yabbies, and uh, they no longer exist. Uh, the last ten years, they, they just haven't been there. Or eight years, ten years, they haven't been there. They're just gone. So whether there's been a numer- I, I think there's been a number of reasons why that's happened. I think one of the main things is the water hasn't stayed been sustainable there for long enough where there might be a flush through and they don't get time to come up out of the mud like they used to, so they've they've probably perished and no longer exist. When it's gone or when this dam is built, when this extension's built on this dam, there's no coming back from that. It'll be that'll be it. That'll be the the end of this lower end floodplain Lachlan of the Lachlan and and that. So we you know, it'll be sad to see that happen, and sad to see that we haven't been able to do anything about it. You know that we've allowed this thing to, allowed this process to happen in front of our eyes with with government, you know, making decisions on our behalf all the time.
0: You're listening to Earth Matters on the Community Radio Network. We've just heard from Wiradjuri man Ray Woods about the Wyangla Dam and Mel Gray about the Macquarie re-regulating weir. There's currently a New South Wales state inquiry into a suite of fast-tracked dam projects. New South Wales Upper House MP Kate Fairman is the chair of the inquiry. She explains the background behind this push for new infrastructure.
3: Going back to the basics, a new dam has not been built in New South Wales since 1987, so that's pretty significant in itself. Suddenly there's this big dam agenda from the National Party that they took to the election. Let's remember it was kind of pretty bad drought back in uh, March 2019. Um, Now they think that the answer to all of our problems with water more dams. When you think about dams, they're already hugely significant in terms of environmental impacts. They uh, obviously we have to take into account, particularly uh, the Murray Darling Basin, being essentially this gigantic floodplain, so much of it, so many wetlands that rely on uh, the water, of course, downstream communities, migratory birds, all of that. The environmental impacts are so huge. The government's essentially has ticked off these projects is saying they're going to build them as opposed to, okay, we need, uh, we you know, this town nearly ran out of water or these irrigators didn't have enough water for their crops for several years, we're going to fix that. Um, and looking at all of the options, uh, having, you know, science-based alternatives to see okay, how can we as a country going through obviously more prolonged droughts as a result of climate change, how can we actually um, uh, be most sustainable in our water use.
0: The inquiry will look at new water storage proposals in New South Wales, including Wyangala, Mole River and Dungowan Dam projects, the Macquarie re-regulating Weir and the Darling River Western Weirs project. So what can this investigation uncover for
3: communities? The, an upper house committee has... A lot of powers to firstly compel witnesses to attend, so government witnesses, the minister, irrigators. Secondly, we are able to force the release of documents that the government hasn't released publicly. So business cases, uh, technical studies, uh, hydrology, your hydrological studies. If they have them, we'll ask them to present them very quickly for us. So I think it's really important that we have these documents uh, as soon as possible. Um, That's really the main thing. But to be honest as well, a really important part of a parliamentary inquiry like this is to be able to hear from the community who feel like they've been ignored, to have them come before Uh, members of parliament, obviously with the media attention, to be recorded and to be able to uh, put their case, talk about their livelihoods, and to be honest, talk about so many of the, the landholders I've spoken with. All they're talking about is the river and wetlands and the health of the environment and ecosystem around them.
0: For Mel Gray and Dubbo, there's no shortage of questions.
2: Um, I want to know how much it's going to cost. I want to know how much water uh, that's going to be lost from the environment um, and handed over to irrigation from this um, project. I want to know the cost per megalitre. um, And why should the public fund a project that is only going to benefit a small section of the agricultural industry in this valley? Why Uh, Are we going to pay for industries downstream, including grazing, recreational fishing, tourism, um, unregulated irrigation? Why are we going to pay to have those businesses basically, well, they'll be put out of business for sure with less flows. It just doesn't make any logical socioeconomic sense.
0: So it doesn't make social or economic sense. But what about environmental impacts? I put this question to Mel.
2: Sure. Well, the infrastructure, the objectives of the infrastructure are to increase the amount of water that general security customers can access. So that means there'll be fewer flows. Uh, In normal dry years, there'll be fewer flows entering the Ramsar-listed Macquarie marshes. And that's a very significant impact. Uh, It'll also mean that the marshes and the lower Macquarie down, on downstream of the marshes will be dry out more often and therefore it'll take so much more water to, to wet the system up enough to get water through into the Barwon. and it'll be so, it's so much more difficult to connect the two rivers, which is critical for native fish migration and the health of the, of the Darling River, the Barker Darling and the, the whole system. Uh, so that's the downstream impacts. It'll also mean that communities and grazing uh, industries, even the unregulated irrigators in the Lower Macquarie, will have far less reliable water supply. Um, so that, that's going to impact critical human need, stock and domestic, uh, and even even unregulated irrigation in the Lower Macquarie will be hit hard by this project. Upstream, uh, in the weep pool that this, this new dam will create, Well, you can just forget about habitat for native fish in that thirty kilometres. It it'll create a still environment of water which carp will love, um, which it'll native fish won't be able to breed in still water. Their eggs won't disperse when Murray cod sit on the nest, um, look after their eggs, and then their eggs flow down the river in, a, in a, a spring flow. That's how it normally in a natural system works. But as soon as they hit a body of still water, they're just going to sink and die. Um, in, in this 30-kilometre stretch, uh, all the habitat that we've got there now, the snags, the, the uh, spawning sites, they will all be destroyed, inundated with the movement of this weir pool to suit irrigation. Um, all the vegetation along the 30-kilometre stretch of river will drown uh, that includes many centuries old river red gums beautiful river red gums in their prime like around 500 300 years old gorgeous river red gums and uh, we're going to work out exactly how many will, will drown uh, but they're not they can't have inundation um like this 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 weir will this weir pool will create so they'll they'll drown um, the riverbanks won't be able to support other vegetation, which means they won't be able to support a food web. There won't be insects. There won't be um, the algae and the, all the biofilm and all the important things in a river that create support shrimp and, and small invertebrates won't be able to take hold because of the operation of the weir pool up and down during summer to suit irrigation.
0: But what can be done instead of these big projects?
2: Um, the Macquarie, well, we've got some really obvious low-hanging fruit, like the rules in the water-sharing plan, where water that doesn't even exist is allocated out of Burundong Dam. They bank on future flows. They use the dam like a credit card. And even right now, after the horrific summer that the Macquarie Valley has had, we had the river cut off at Warren. We had Dubbo on its knees. We were months away from losing the Macquarie River at Burundong. Platypus, there was a there's a plan to move platypus. I mean, it, it was just unthinkable, the situation we were in a couple of months ago. And instead of changing a rule on paper with a pen, uh, so, that they only allocate and sell and water in, that is physically in the dam. Um, they choose instead to keep that archaic rule and build this um, harmful, disastrous structure. For
0: Wiradjuri man Ray Woods, there's a cultural alternative.
1: Yinjamada is a holistic way of living for Wiradjuri people. And in that way of living, it was given to us basically in the early, in the old days, it was given to us by our our mothers and and grandmothers, and that around the camp uh, about our values and our way of living. With Yindjimara, Yindjimara is uh, is respect, uh, courtesy, um, honour, and one of the main, that's only some of the words that really mean yinjima, there's a holistic way of, of looking at it and one of the main ones though is, is to go slow. Now, my old people taught me about going slow which was uh, something that, you know, you take things in before you act on them. I think that's the the thing that we're, we're seeing now with this whole project is there's not much going slow about it, it seems to be pushed through without No uh, consultation to anyone or getting anyone's opinion on it.
0: So going back to the inquiry, I put it to Greens MP, Kate Fairman. How is this inquiry going to help people like Mel and Ray?
3: We are looking at the social, environmental, cultural and economic impacts of these dams. People can be... Uh, from anywhere to make submissions because of course a healthy Murray-Darling Basin is essential to everyone in Australia. Um, I'm particularly keen to hear from First Nations people. Even if we don't have submissions actually we'll be hearing those voices. If people care about the environment from an environmental perspective, social perspective, those submissions are extremely valuable. I would say even a couple of paragraphs, I think, um, getting submissions in so that people see uh, how much um, how much people value the river
0: And if you're interested in more information or how you can help from home Mel's got some tips for you.
2: So there's uh, some submission guide information up online www.melboufo slash no underscore new underscore dams there's some really good information there on how to to knock up a really simple submission if you like um and you know we're all impacted by this so you know whether there's a project around you in your area or you live anywhere else in australia and you eat food these projects are going to affect you
0: You've been listening to Earth Matters, Community Radio's National Environmental Justice Program. I'm Megan Williams. Today's guests were Mel Gray from Healthy Rivers Dubbo, Kate Fairman, New South Wales Greens MP, and Wiradjuri elder Raymond Woods. If you missed any of today's show, you can listen back at 3cr.org.au slash earthmatters or find our podcast on any podcasting service. If you're listening via a podcast, why not rate, review and subscribe to Earth Matters? We'd love your feedback and it helps us spread the word. Earth Matters would like to thank the Community Broadcasting Foundation for their financial support and the Community Radio Network for getting the program out to you. Earth Matters is usually produced in the studios of 3CR on Wurundjeri Country, but this week it was produced from Barkindji Country, where I've self-isolated and relocated for the time being. If you'd like to get in contact, you can send us an email, earthmatters3cr at gmail.com, or go to our Facebook page. The song today is Wiradjuri Welcome by Desert P Media. See you next time for more Earth Matters.
4: Yeah welcome back yeah welcome back Not lollipops eating bush tucker not going to the shops, not running from the cops, no grub, no good. It's a bad look, families fighting on Facebook. You're caring and sharing like life on the mission. Like life with love, with pride and tradition. Like sitting around the campfire, Bringing it back. Singing yamma do wrong on the track Yumma do my wrong, yumma do wrong, yumma do my wrong. Yumma do wrong, yumma do me wrong, yumma do my wrong.